I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small, easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Yes, it's time you're listening to the Weight Loss Podcast. I did just start this episode by saying the word yes. Courtney does not want me to do this, but stiff shit. Here we are. Yes. Welcome. My name is Matt. As I just mentioned, I'm here with Courtney, my wife. You'll probably hear her giggling in the background. Hello. Hello. Yes. We're here. That's the creepiest way to say yes as well. You can't say yes like that. It's not even like a joyful yes. It's like a creepy yes. It's very joyful. I love it. So anyway, now that the awkward introduction's out of the way and Courtney can just get her giggles done for the afternoon, we're here to discuss the next diet we're going to be putting you on. So we know that you've probably done about probably well, five to six different diets the last year and a half, and we're going to make you do two more, aren't we, Courtney? Yeah. Because that's what we're about. Yes. Said no one ever. <laughs> No, we are going to, from here on out, we are going to add a bit of a recurring theme to the show because we do, well, we have been asked a number of times now since we launched the show, our opinions on various routines, diets, programs, whatever. And I know just in in my career in general, I've been asked countless times, what do I think of weight loss program X? or diet A, B, and C. So it's about time we had a recurring theme, I think, Courtney, where we actually do diet reviews. Because there's about, I don't know, 580,000 to choose from. Yes. And we're going to pick two of them per time and have a bit of a discussion about how they work. Do they work? Would we do them? Would we recommend them? And but looking at these under the microscope of what we call Courtney our golden triangle, which is what? How you look, how you function, how you feel. Now the golden triangle, in our mind, is an easy way to assess the potential effectiveness of any plan. Does it factor in or help you improve how you look, function, and feel in the long term? Because I think we've said this a number of times in the show before. What's the point of doing a program that helps you lose weight for a short period of time if you just feel like shit while you're trying to maintain it? That defeats the purpose. Yes. Yeah? But also adding to this, I think, is the big S word, which is what? Sustainability. What do we mean, Courtney, by sustainability? Well, whatever whatever you're doing has to be sustainable otherwise. You're not going to stick with it and chances are you're going to put all the weight you've lost back on plus more and then you're just constantly doing more and more damage to your insides and making it harder and harder for yourself going forward. Yeah, because the moment you have a, a question on something about sustainability, to me it becomes inevitable 
that there's going to be failure of some kind. So I think I think when we're also talking about these diets, the thing really is that they are diets. We don't uh, we don't prescribe to diets at all. The word diet to us generally means it's going to be unsustainable anyway. But well, mean, well to me it means short term. Just by definition. Correct. I'm doing this for a, a temporary period of time until I quote unquote go back to normal. Yeah. Which obviously presents its own problems since what was normal to you got you in the shithole in the first place. Yeah. So I think a lot of people say to us, well, if you don't like diets, why do you talk about diets? Now, the, to us. The thing is, yes, the thing is with that is, is that we like to complain. We have to, but we also find it our responsibility to educate. And that's not only we find it our responsibility, but we find it, we, we like it. We like to educate people on what's going on. Well, it's part so of our job. There's no real point us just looking at these diets and saying, no, it's not going to work or diets, all diets suck or, you know, they're just the term diet is stupid because it means it's not going to be sustainable. If we just keep saying those sort of things and not actually educating people, then eventually it's just going to get lost in the noise of this industry. So that's where doing these sort of episodes is also going to, I feel, be helpful to you because you'll actually be able to learn the way that we look at these and say, oh, okay, that's how they decided, you know. So we don't just look at a diet and and discount it automatically because it's called a diet. There's a lot of people that have really good research out there, but they've they've the media put the diet label on it because that's what's going to sell the magazine. So we don't necessarily discount everything we see because it's being called a diet. We still give it the time of day to actually look at it. But if we then be able to pass that knowledge on to you to say, okay, we looked at it and we noticed straight away, bang, 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 then we're able to pass on that and hopefully we can make a new movement within this ridiculous health and fitness industry Whoa. that we work in, Whoa. that people are, are actually be able to look at these things for what they are. A new movement? Yeah, we're going with movement. That's deep. Mm -hmm. From my perspective also, this just gives us a chance to rant. Yeah. <laughs> because the amount of like ridiculous piece of shit diets that are out there that people are subjecting themselves to, I don't see the harm in getting up on our soapbox and just yelling like a bunch of fools. There's no harm in it, but I also want people to be able to take from this sort of thing. Just pay, like we want people in general to start thinking and we want you to be starting to think when you come across these sort of things. Think critically. To actually start to notice some of the really obvious telltale signs straight away. Yeah, and I think that's also where when we do these reviews now, like on this episode and in the future, we look at this through the lens of, Courtney, would you and I do this? Yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Yes. All right. So I think without further ado, we just lay into this. So what Courtney and I have done is we have just at random picked uh, picked two diets that well, are There's one there. that you've been dying to do since you saw it <laughs> advertised online. How did you even come across this first one? Uh, it appeared in my Facebook feed somehow. Right. And I saw it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So the problem is then you clicked on it to see and I went, what, I went what down, it was. Yeah, I, well, this is me. So now uh, it's going to always keep coming back in your Facebook I went, feed. I went down the rabbit hole. Because you clicked like, on it. Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole. Now they've got my details and they're following me. 
<laughs> and I got to more and more information about this and it's like, wow, this is particularly retarded. I need to have a look at this. So here we are. So there's two that we've picked and I think, you know, this is the sort of format we might stick with moving forward as we do this on a more regular basis, Courtney, because the initial thought that Courtney and I had was we're going to talk about probably up to four to six different diets per diet episode. But then I realized uh, that could take, that could become a three to four hour show. So respecting your time and to be fair, respecting ours, fuck that. We're going to stick with two. And however long it does or doesn't take, that's 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 it. That's just the way that it goes. This is the way that the cookie crumbles. Interesting you say that, Matt. See so on, you see that? Our first diet that we're gonna be discussing today is The Cookie Diet. Obviously. The cookie diet. So I was uh, browsing Facebook recently and I had this sponsored ad in my feed for this U-Butte thing here in this that's come to Australia called the Cookie Diet. That's also uh, appeared on TV, shockingly enough. Who would have guessed that? A gimmick like this appears on, on the mass news circuits. Wow. So we've got the Cookie Diet. Now, what is the Cookie Diet? Well, it's, funnily enough, a diet of cookies. Uh, it's been formulated by some doctor who, to be honest, is shaped like a potato, which I don't find particularly inspirational. I like to be guided and inspired by people I can relate to. Um, shapeless 87-year-old men don't do that for me. Not going to lie. So the cookie diet. Right, I'm going to read this directly off the website, Courtney. So mm -hmm. roll with me on this one. There's only two parts to a successful weight loss program. Controlling hunger and the motivation to lose weight. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yes. Not. While you're eager to lose weight, it's hard to resist the urge to reach for unhealthy snacks every time you feel a pang of hunger. <sighs> pang of hunger. Now imagine if you could actually control hunger by eating some delicious cookies. Yes, it's true. Yes, <laughs> it's true. These cholesterol-free cookies do not contain any harmful hunger-suppressing ingredients. Nope, but they contain every fucking other ingredient. But a combination of specially formulated proteins, the ingredients list suggests otherwise, that, may su that naturally suppress hunger. The cookies also do not contain any artificial colors or flavors. The ingredients list like directly contradicts this bullshit, but whatever. They do have egg, gluten, wheat, and traces of nuts. So looking at that there to begin with, Courtney, would you agree that the two paths to a successful weight loss program are controlling hunger and the motivation to lose weight? No. What is your first hot take? On a line like that. I think we also have to just point out the fact that we are aware that we're starting with one of the most ridiculous diets out there. I haven't like, even begun to describe this. We know that this one that we are starting with is so ridiculous, but Matt has been dying to talk about it since he saw it. So we had to start with this one. So we are fully aware that 
for you and for most people would look at something called the cookie diet and think to themselves, that can't be right. I disagree with you entirely. You think people would not think that? No, because when you're talking about weight loss and you're talking about something that's very emotional for people, true. what happens to common sense? It true. goes on a holiday. You are correct. It leaves the fucking country. Okay. I agree with you. I take that back. So, in terms you, of... Just before we continue, Courtney, you and I can look at this objectively because we do this for a living. Like we're exposed to this shit every day and we've we've changed things in our own lives that have... You know, we, we have a unique perspective, but not everyone does. You, you, you are accurate on that because also when people are desperate, people do make desperate decisions. Well, so, we're talking about emotion in the end, aren't we? Yes. So to me, so here are the two passed away successful weight loss program, controlling hunger and the motivation to lose weight. Do we have a problem with these words? Yes, because you shouldn't have to control hunger, really. If you're hungry, you, your body's burning through you, If you're hungry, energy. you That's should great. be eating. doesn't mean you have to eat shit. But you're allowed to eat. <laughs> like, that's the difference. People often think with diets that, that they're still back in that mentality of eat less, exercise more, you'll lose weight. And it's just incorrect. The funny thing is, as you, as you work your way into a, a proper program and as your metabolism starts to rise, you actually get more hungry and your body wants more food. Yeah. So is the answer here to control that hunger which as a byproduct means you're slowing your metabolism down. Like long-term, I'm not a fan of that. And discussing, or in this case, talking about the motivation to lose weight, mate, if you have a powerful reason to change, you don't need motivation. Like that's a, that is a discussion unto its own, mm-hmm. repeatedly. Yes. But to me, like my initial impression is someone is looking for motivation to lose weight. They don't want to lose weight. No. When you want to do it, you fucking do it. You do what has to be done. But in terms of looking for motivation, to me, that's like deflecting responsibility. I'm looking for someone else to help me find what I need to change. Nah, mate, that comes from within. But anyway, uh, so yes, it is true. You can actually control hunger by eating some delicious cookies. So buckle up, kids. Here we go. How exactly does the cookie diet work, Courtney? I know you've been dying to hear this. Yes, So let's go. All right. The cookies contain about 60 calories. You eat one to two cookies every two hours throughout the day. A total of nine cookies per day. You combine this with a healthy evening meal of about five to 700 calories. This adds up to around 1,000 to 1,200 calories per day, which sounds scary. This is the ideal calorie intake for a typical adult to lose weight effectively. Asterisk. Uh, the asterisk is there because it's covering them from being sued because that's actually completely false. Um, I'll address the asterisk shortly. Anything much below this amount results in slowing down the weight loss process. They're, there's some accuracy to that, but they just don't realize that they're contributing to this. Anyway... Asterisk, results may vary from person to person. Oh my God. So, Courtney, um, you're eating nine cookies per day and one whole food meal in the evening. They better be friggin', like, they literally better be bloody human head sized cookies. 
I have news for you. They're not. No. They're the same size as your Tim Tams, mate. Oh my God. So you have nine of these cookies, uh, two every two hours or so, one to two every two hours, and then a healthy evening meal. So this will put the typical adult, and just for the record, what is the typical adult? Uh, this adds up to around 1,000 to 1,200 calories per day. Now, Courtney and I uh, haven't counted calories, haven't had the need to. I know just through my own, what I do for a living and what I've been taught, that Courtney, for example, because Courtney's a strong, active, healthy young woman, and emphasis on the term strong, you, Courtney, if, uh, if my eyeballs were to judge correctly, you'd be getting around maybe about 2,000 calories a day. I'd say so. How would you go cutting that in half? Oh, there's no way. Why do you think... Okay, why? Why would I not cut it in half? Well, what would it... Okay, if we were to cut your energy intake by half tomorrow... Well, the and ask side you to effects do the same be... thing. Ask you to do the same things that you do. No, it's, it's impossible. The so side for... effects would be extreme. Well, there just... would be extreme fatigue. I would not be able to complete my exercise routine. There would be compromises in terms of recovery, which means that I open myself up to injury. Uh, I would suffer from just daily tiredness and fatigue. Then you just add on top of that, just, just just the general hunger, then the way that your body would respond to being deprived of that, that much food, going from that amount to that amount. So it actually does have health side effects as well then, cutting, cutting your calorie intake in half, your daily food intake in half. Well, look at this from the Golden Triangle, how you look, how you function, how you feel. In terms of the how you look, you could lose weight doing this. Of course you can. I mean, you, you, you're basically on a diet of dirt. So yes, you could indeed lose weight doing this. So I think from the Golden Triangle perspective, the how you look, well, I mean, to be fair, losing weight doesn't necessarily mean you look good. Like I've seen plenty of, plenty of overweight people lose weight in less than ideal ways and they just look like smaller, shapeless versions of themselves. Hmm. So loosely speaking from a how you look perspective on the golden triangle, yeah, yeah, you, you would probably drop a couple of dress sizes or a couple of pant sizes doing this. How you, how you function, how you feel. Now, to me, how you function... In my mind, part of how you function includes your day-to-day -day activities, you know, work, right? And if you're an active person, which, let's be honest, if you listen to this podcast, you are either an active person or you're about to become one. Can I train effectively and continue to push my body and push my limits and recover adequately eating basically a handful of cookies and a small little meal in the evening. I have more than a question mark about that. I And this is, again, the discussion of what is the typical adult. Because this here is saying the typical person is going to be existing on this type of an approach. Now, if you take Courtney, yourself and I, there's a slight difference between us physically. Would you agree? Yes. A little bit? Yes. 
I'm a little bit taller than you, a little bit larger than you, and I need considerably more energy than you. Now, the thing is, to me, the difference, like, immediately we have a problem here because this approach, at best, is not going to work for one of us. No. Just in terms of pure energy. Like, I know for me, on an approach like this, I would probably turn into a serial killer Mm. because of how hungry I would be on a day-to-day basis and then how I would feel as my energy levels in the gym got worse and worse and worse. Because ultimately what we're doing here is we're asking our body, which is created to function on food. Yes. We're asking it instead to function on a bunch of cookies with an ingredients list the length of my fucking arm, the first of which being sugar, the second of which being flour, and then you've got a whole lot of other crap that goes in there. You're asking your body to function on this rather than the naturally occurring fuel sources it derives from, you know, fruits, vegetables, lean protein sources, etc. What the fuck? Yes. And then you have the, the how you feel. So to me, how you feel, because we, we know through research, for example, that the human body creates a better immune system through things such as structured weight training and the ingesting of certain ingredients, particularly that contain a substance called glutathione, which comes from a lot of times whey protein. Mm Mm-hmm. I did some homework on the website of this fucking thing because I had to dig pretty hard because the first thing I'm looking at is what is actually in these cookies? Mm. These miraculous weight loss cookies. So I had to dig and dig and dig and dig. And I found the ingredients list, which was an immediate red flag because the ingredients list, as I said before, is as long as my arm. And I've got a pretty long arm. Two actually. Handy. Ingredients list as long as my arm, which makes me concerned to begin with. And the ingredients in there, nothing in there are anything that I would want to put into my body in the first place. Let alone the sort of naturally occurring you know, nutrients, vitamins, minerals, nutrients that come from these yummy whole food choices that we can make. So I, my first impression on this with myself as well is pretty soon, I'm going to feel like shit doing this. Maybe even a little bit sick, potentially. Yeah? Yes. Well, I think as well, also this comes back in to an educational point of when you're looking at food labels, there's not a lot of people know well, I didn't used to know until Matt, you taught me this, mm-hmm. that whatever ingredient is listed first, that is the ingredient that is most appears in that food item. Yeah, the, the, ingredients, the ingredients list on any nutritional label is done in order of what is the highest occurring substance to what is the smallest occurring substance. Uh, the number one occurring substance in, your, in, in Courtney's new cookie diet is <laughs> sugar. Yeah, so the number now, one ingredient is sugar. I'm not, mind you, I don't think sugar is the devil that most people think it is. How, uh, and mind you, I'm, I'm like kind of like a, a, a reformed diabetic discussing this. There are, there are places for it. 
there are also places not for it. Yes. And I can tell you the places not for ingesting sugar is every two hours throughout the day. Yes. Uh, so, no, thanks. And also, I know just looking from what I know um, through what I've been taught, the these cookies don't contain really any form of protein. No. Every every ingredient, well, probably about 90% of the ingredients list amounts to sugar. Yes. So then you're pretty much asking your body to have one potentially healthy meal a day. Now, the other drawback I see here, Courtney, and this is a discussion about sustainability, is you take anyone who is fairly active, like say you and me, mm. I reckon if you or I were to do this approach pretty soon we'd fall into the binge eating routine. Yes. Because I think you'd be so bloody hungry and so unsatisfied, as I would be too, that the moment you're presented with like a full-size mud cake, the whole thing's going to get destroyed. Well, also the problem is not only are you depriving yourself of food because 1,000 calories is such a small amount. Like uh, That's... That's pretty good for a small child, perhaps, let alone a full-functioning adult. A full-functioning adult. I mean, God, a 1,000 calories is what they used to put people on in, when they were going through the depression rations. Like, that is a tiny amount of real food. If you really sat down and looked at it, like, it is not a lot of food. A 1,000 calories to last an entire day. Like, we're not just talking about one meal. We're talking about an entire day. So, it's not a lot of food. And I, I think the other thing with this sort of stuff that you have to think about is, as you said, Matt, sustainability is a, is a, is a massive thing. How are you going to look? How are you going to function? But Could you sustain this? Also, when you look at the ingredients list, there was a lot of sugar and a lot of salt in these cookies. Two, two things, especially sugar, sugar tends to do what, Matt? Spikes your, um, spikes your, blood, your blood sugar levels which can be handy um, around your training sessions. But through the day, like the last thing I want is my blood sugar going up. It also tends to make you more hungry mm. throughout the day. So you're eating less and you're having to deprive yourself and the only thing you're allowed to eat is a sugary cookie, which is only going to make you more hungry. Well, that's where the discussion comes in. Like, I wonder how long you'd stay more hungry for because if you're... If you're rolling around some stupid fucking diet that says having a thousand to twelve hundred calories a day, sooner or later, like it's going to start to suppress your metabolism. Mm. But an issue there is like even if you do lose some weight, like how good are you actually going to look, and how long is it actually going to last? So the discussion here is sustainability. This is the definition of unsustainable. To me, this is like saying to someone, "Look, I want you to take your car." I want you to drive it 500 miles, but I only want you to have 100 miles worth of petrol in there. And oh, by the way, I would like the petrol source to be urine. Good luck with that. Anyway, that's a cookie diet. I think we've moved, we can move on from that. So would we, would we say uh, pass or fail? It's definitely a pass on the... Uh, sorry, I meant... I would pass on it. Um, so yeah, definitely a fail on the cookie diet. Super fail. Uh, let's move on to the second one, Courtney. Yes. Uh, this one is the five and two diet shake. Yes. Now, 
immediately there are a number of red flags in the name alone. Yes. 5-2, which immediately scares the crap out of me personally. Diet and shake. It's like, this is a trifecta. So explain to us how this 5-2 diet shake diet works. Well, did you know the 5-2 diet shake really can make losing weight easier? It is a delicious and satisfying diet shake that helps to keep you going through the day. Now, there is a multi-step process to success here. Of course there is. Step one. First, choose your two diet slash fast days. Preferably non-consecutive days, because hey, who wants to die doing this? So for example, you might choose Monday and Thursday to use the 5-2 diet shake in conjunction with your diet program. So it's actually, this is advocating to combine diets. Sounds like, remember, you wouldn't remember Voltron, would you, dear? No. Never heard of Voltron? No. Well, the oldies will know what I'm talking about. Combining diets together. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. While the 5 and 2 diet shake provide you with absolutely everything you need on your two fast days, a combination of shakes and low-calorie food is recommended. Now, Courtney, I need you to be aware of this. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you count your daily calories so you don't exceed 500 calories for women or 600 calories for men on your fasting days. Oh, for God's sake, it's getting worse. Now, You're down to 500 now. This is, and I'm at 600. So this is, and I'm usually hovering around about 4,000, but that's okay, I'll just cut it down to 600. Uh, now, Courtney, the second step to success... For the remaining five days of the week, you just revert back to eating your normal meals and snacks without any calorie restriction. What? Woo! Naturally, and importantly, it makes sense to do this without overindulging or overeating. Most people, adhering to the principle of the 5 and 2 diet, do not feel the need to gorge on the five non-fasting days. This is because on the fasting days, the stomach can often shrink. So you'll eat less shit. Still shit, there's less of it. So consume the recommended 2,000 calories per day on the five non-fasting days and you can be assured of more success on the 5-2 diet. Important note. The 5-2 diet shake is not a sole source of nutrition. It should be consumed with a nutritious diet and an appropriate exercise program. Well, Courtney, I can't wait to start. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that I might, um, I might make leg day my fasting day. So my plan is to do the hardest possible weight session of the week on the day I'm not eating any food. What do you think, man? High five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so what's your hot take on this? What do you think? Are you ready? Are you in? I, I'd just like to know, is the, is the whole objective behind this diet to have the two fasting days? Mm. So literally their whole theory behind this is that the two fasting days 
are there because it shrinks your stomach. So then for the other five days, you can't eat as much food. Yes. But then your stomach obviously goes back to normal because then you fast again after five days to shrink it back again. Maybe. Because if, if it stayed shrunk, then you couldn't do the five and two diet for very long because you'd have no stomach left. All right, so the Golden Triangle, Courtney. What are we looking at here? It's from not... from a a um, a how you look perspective, again, yes, one could potentially lose some weight doing you this. You could, but you couldn't guarantee that because as you they give you no structure on this diet at all about what to eat on the days you're allowed to eat. No, no, they do give you structure. Here's your structure. Okay, um, just don't overeat. So, cool. potentially you lose nothing, like zero. You don't change the way you look. You probably may even gain weight well, the thing before is, losing it. Well, the thing is here, um, when we're talking about without overindulging or overeating, I mean, that's obviously a very personal thing. Yeah, what does that mean to many people? Well, it, it, I mean, that might just mean that you eat half a litre of ice cream instead of a litre. <laughs> Like honestly, that it might mean that you get a medium Big Mac meal from McDonald's rather than a large for dinner. I'm not overindulging because I'm on a diet. No, no, no. You, you just have a, a medium fries rather than a large fries, but still have a burger, like and a coke, and a nuggets. That and it a doesn't. Sundae, that doesn't. And a doesn't make any sense at all. So I don't even think for this diet you can add in the it'll change your look because there is absolutely zero like. No, there is nothing there to say, suggest that you could change your look on this. So it's not going to change the way you look, realistically. With, with there's no, there's no proof. You can't even say it, it could possibly because you'd have no idea that. So you can't say look. You can't say function. Why? Because, as you said, you're going two days that you're supposed to be going down to 500 calories for the day. And just drink these shakes during the day and eat zero food. So you would hope that on those days then you're actually not doing anything. I would hope that you're literally going to be staying in bed. Oh, Netflix day. Okay, that could work. Then you're supposed to, so you can't work out, you know, you can't do those sort of things on these fasting days. Well, your energy levels will be shit house. So the moment you try and exert yourself, like it's like I, I just think to myself, any day where I'm doing an intense training session, if I'm if I'm having a day where I'm having six hundred calories worth of shakes, I actually think I'd probably hurt myself. I could imagine myself actually sustaining an injury and trying the, to push with no petrol in the tank. The damage as well you're doing to your body then just in terms of your metabolism, Matt. Yeah. So even if you were, let's just say in an ideal world, someone was to eat well on the five, you can eat food days, mm. but then you're not eating for two days. So you just worked on metabolism for five days and then you stop eating. And then, oh, can start eating again. What? Yeah. Confusing. Why? Why? That 
it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well, so this is basically another one of those diets that is trying to hedge its bets. So it's the same thing with the cookie diet. They're trying to hedge their bets by saying, we know that they're basically appealing to people that want to lose weight, but they want to do it eating the same food that they're eating. As in the same shit? Yes. Mm. So that so, to me means it's someone then who doesn't actually want to change their their habits. So they're basically just appealing to those people and they're hedging their bets by saying, yeah, 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 you can lose weight and you don't have to change everything that you're doing. Mm. So a lot of those out there that you hear in marketing that, oh, you know, we know that you love your ice cream every week. You can lose weight and still have your ice cream. Or your beer. So, or your beer. So it's basically hedging their bets by trying to, to lie to people by saying that that losing weight doesn't involve uh, any sacrifice. Nah, I, think, I think what you're actually looking to say there is that the appeal here is you don't need to change your bad habits. Yeah. You can keep your bad habits but get the result you want. There's no sacrifice involved in losing weight. There's no change. It's just reordering the way that you eat. You don't have to sacrifice the things you like to eat. No. How do you think you'd function on this? Terribly. Why? I just, I couldn't imagine only drinking a shake all day and not eating. Um, especially if you're like, if you're a healthy person. I think the only time I've ever done that in my life would be like if I was really sick. Mm. Like really physically ill that you just can't get solid food down. And when's the last time that happened? Um... I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. Because even now, if I get sick, which I still obviously get sick, I'm not immune to sickness, but I'm still able to usually get some food in. Mm. may not be as much as I usually eat or as often, but I'm still able to get food in. So just the thought of having to go 24 hours without eating, I couldn't imagine then the pain of my stomach. Well, a question for you as well. Like You've got a pretty busy lifestyle, so you're on the go a fair bit, and you're also an active young lady. What would be your two fasting days you'd pick? I don't, I honestly don't know. And I don't know because my job as well is not always set week to week with the hours and the days that I'm working. It changes depending on what, what jobs I've got on. Mm. Then it, it that would be difficult because you'd you have to change it week to week. You couldn't have a set routine, could you? I could never have a set routine because you imagine yesterday... Yesterday, I was out of the house at quarter past seven in the morning, and I got home at 2 a.m. So 7.30 a.m., I left the house, and 2 a.m., I walked in the door. And I wasn't out having a good time. <laughs> like, I worked two jobs that day, back to back. Now, that's not my obviously my norm. I don't have those sort of days very often. But I'm lucky enough to be functionally very healthy that if I had to do that, which okay. I did, I did. And I did it. And yeah, I was tired. And yes, I'm tired today, but I'm still functioning. Well, what do you think about your like a super long work day where you only have a couple of diet shakes through the entire time? How would you go? I that's where you start to you get that crash in the afternoon. People get that 
that mind fogginess that they can't concentrate. You get fatigued very quickly. It's just... I also wonder for someone like you or, you or me, like, is there the risk of potentially collapsing? Well, you could. Because you're, so you're so low on juice. And I think to myself with this as well, what would my two fasting days be? I've got no fucking idea. Like, I like the idea of being up and about and able to do whatever I want any day of the week. Mm. I really value that with my own body and its performance that if I want to do something even at random, I fucking can. But even let's just say, Matt, the other argument to this then would be, yeah, but I have fasted for so long now, it doesn't affect me like that anymore because my body's used to it. So from just from just on mm. a m metabolism side of things, uh. how does then fasting for two days a week affect that? You're asking me? Mm. Well, you're asking your body to all of a sudden stop processing and digesting whole foods. So the body expends energy. Like this is the thing a lot of people just don't get. And it's, honestly, it's the, it's the fault of our industry that we work in. The body expends energy when you eat food. It's part of, it's part of your, your daily metabolic function. You eat a meal, your body has to expend energy to break it down. And it's actually a, a little known but highly effective way to help someone uh, lose weight and sustainably lose weight over a period of time is by elevating their metabolic function. So you elevate it through the training and a lot of it is weight training with a bit of intense cardio here and there, but also through uh, regular eating patterns. Now this is the definition of an irregular eating pattern. So you're trying to say to your body, look, on these five days, I'm going to give you some food and you're going to, you're, I'm going to train you to process it and train you to want more. Because another secret to sustainable permanent weight loss is your appetite levels actually going up, not down. So you're saying to your body, on these five days, I'm going to train my metabolism and train my body to handle more. But on these two days, I'm going to completely deny it. De fuck. <laughs> so to me, the only potential avenue for this for sustainability in my mind is there must be two days of the week where on those two days, I can be guaranteed to be sitting on the couch doing nothing but watching Netflix or playing video games. But if I wanted to be active or even be randomly active, I would like, I just think to myself, how will I go at the gym on one of these fasting days? I'd fucking die. Like, I actually think I'd snap a muscle. Mm. I'd, I'd have no fuel in, the, fuel in the car. I could see myself doing myself an injury. Like, and at best, I could see myself having compromised performance. Now, I'm human like anyone else. I don't like having compromised performance. I don't like having shit training sessions. Sometimes we do, and that's just the way it goes. But I wouldn't like knowing that I've, I have to do a training session on this fasting day and I know it's going to suck ass. What's the fucking point of even doing it? Mm. So it need to be a day where I'm doing nothing. And I think to myself, if I was working, say an office job, nine to five, right, to be mentally alert or even just you know, walking around an office or being, being re relatively active mentally and physically through the day, how long could I last doing this? Yeah. And then obviously as well, I think on these days with how hungry I know that I get, like forget the discussion of willpower, I'd have no willpower. If I'm 
active and not eating on these days and I'm getting super, super hungry, I could be tempted with anything. Like, I don't have iron willpower. None of us do. No. I just choose to put myself in a position where I don't rely on willpower because I'm regularly feeding my body and regularly training it and obviously giving it plenty of rest as well. But if I have these days where I'm asking myself to do what I normally do, but don't eat anything, I reckon it'd be disastrous. Yeah, so sustainability is not there. So I think when you when you look at both of these diets as an overview, they're both similar in terms of they don't give you any education on actual food to eat. Well, diets don't. To be you know, to be fair, that's part of what diets do. At, at best, they'll they'll tell you what to do. But there's a difference between telling someone what to do and teaching someone what to do in a way that works for them long term. Correct. And so without education on those sort of things, it's not going to be sustainable. No, but as we said at the start, I think sooner or later, as we go through these these diet review episodes, we're going to start hitting on some things that will have merit. Mm. And the term diet may be something that's applied very loosely. Correct. But in the case of these two, like... As we say here in Australia, yeah, nah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, it's yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah nah. So sustainability's not there. There's there's no... There's, well, they don't address the golden triangle. They don't address the golden triangle and they don't address sustainability and they don't educate. So you would look at these two things with, with those sort of questions in mind and straight away you can cross out all of those things so you know... That it's so, just yeah. In in no. closing, the cookie diet and the five two diet shake. Fuck you. Yes. Is that our official stance? Yeah, that's it. Fuck you. Yep. That works. Why can we wrap it up? That's a wrap. What do you reckon? Yes. Well, good job out of us. High five. Lay it on me. Come on. Boom. I love that. Hopefully, this has been of oh, some assistance to you. If not, well, oh well. Here we are. Okay. Nah, great, I'm not, I'm great not, rack up. I'm not quite. I'm not quite that uh, flipsical about it. Flipsical is that a word? Yeah. Any uh, diets that you've come across that you want us to run oh. our run our eyes over? Yes. For future episodes, please send them through to us. Uh, yes. You can email us at podcast at theweightlosspodcast dot com, or you can contact us through our Facebook page, which is the mm. Weight Loss Podcast. Yeah. There's more of these episodes coming periodically in the future because. As I said at the start of the show, there are endless numbers of diets for us to have have a look at and run the rule over. But as Courtney said, if there are any that you in particular would like to get our feedback on or you just want to trigger us and make us rant, like bring it on, podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is where we'd love to hear from you or as Courtney said, our Facebook page. So Courtney, good job. Yes, good job. We hope this has helped and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.